come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 315 of Word on the Main Street podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And we have a show for you today, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into that show, we do want to let you know this episode is presented by uh, All Enchanting Ears, Yvonne Paradise, and, and <laughs> Beck and Ruby Lords. Too much uh, muscle memory in my brain on that one. I almost said a couple wrong names, but uh, yes, uh, thank you guys for being members at buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S. Yes, you may have noticed some changes there. I actually went into our Buy Me A Coffee and looked to see, oh my to goodness. see who was a member, who wasn't a member. So there we go. Um, and then, of course, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Get away today. Absolutely. Get away today is a fantastic travel agency to work with. And if you need to get away, make sure you contact them today. They can get you set up on the most magical Disney vacation package, whether that's to Disneyland, Disney World, Alani Resort in Hawaii, Adventures by Disney, or the Disney Cruise Line, or any other less magical non-Disney destination. Um, if you do want to get a trip booked, of course, contact them and let them know about our promo code. That's Main Street Pod 10. That's all lowercase, the number one zero. That is going to get you $10 off any two night or longer Disney travel package. So visit them in their office in South Ogden, Utah, online at www.getawaytoday.com or give them a call at 855 getaway. That is 438 2929. And of course, that ten dollars could get you many, many things. Uh, but uh, let's let's put that towards a black tap shake this week. Ooh. Those shakes always look delicious. They do, and uh, still yet to have one. Whether you agree with it or not, their pride shake looked pretty good. <laughs> so. Uh, think we all know my stance on that, that i would You're still eat that. the shake <laughs> yes um cool so uh yeah use that ten dollars wisely it can be used for many many things get that on us for using that promo code all right this week at the disneyland resort the hours are as follows june 8th 10th through the 12th Disneyland's open 8 to 12, DCA 8 to 10, and Downtown Disney 7 to 1, June 9th and 13th. Disneyland's open 8 to 12, DCA 8 to 9, and Downtown Disney 7 to 1. And then June 13th. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did it again. I assume it's the 14th. June 14th. No. Yes. June 14th, Disneyland's open 8 to 8, DCA 8 to 10, and Downtown Disney 7 to 1. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna double check all of this uh just to make sure because there is a special night uh happening other than 
grad night this week. Oh, that's right. So maybe it's the June 9th and 14th. Yeah, yeah, that's and what then I'm June thinking. 13th on its own. That would make sense because there's a Let's grad see. night and a pride night. Here we go. Here we go. Let's make sure I'm okay here. Okay. June 13th is pride night. Okay. So that means, <laughs> uh, Yes, uh, it's the 14th, June 9th and 14th. Disneyland's open 8 to 12, DCA 8 to 10. Downtown Disney 7 to 1. And then the 13th is 8 to 8 at Disneyland, DCA 8 to 10, Downtown Disney 7 to 11. Um, And Grad Night is June 9th. Pride Night is June 13th. Um, So... We still don't have a foodie guide for Pride Night. <laughs> uh, we'll get that to you guys as soon as we've got it. We went over the Pride Month foodie guide, uh, but we have yet to see a Pride Night foodie guide. So that's June 13th. If uh, that is something you're not into, uh, I would steer clear of the park that day. <laughs> uh because you're going to probably see it everywhere. So just just a warning, I guess, if if you want to uh, not be there with all of the rainbows and such. Uh, the 13th is probably just not a good day at the parks for you. Um, uh, let's see. Closures. Disneyland Splash Mountain is now closed forever. Uh, looked like it was a good farewell. Uh, I think. Um, why can I think of his name? Imagineer. Tony Baxter. Tony Baxter. Tony Baxter was there. He had a couple things of of uh splash water in uh in some vials. That's probably just for Tony, uh, not for anybody else. But if he happens to sell it, I can assure you it's probably legit. Uh but uh yeah, that's probably just for his sake, I would imagine. Um, but yeah, it looked like he was there. I saw Shipley was there. Josh Shipley, former Imagineer who works and is still seemingly close with Tony Baxter. Um, but, uh, yeah. And I'm sure a few others that I didn't, uh, didn't recognize, but yeah, Splash Mountain's closed. Uh, another thing that I was thought, thought was hilarious and ridiculous at the same time. Uh, there's a, I know we're not even into the news of the day. Sorry. This just popped into my head, but uh, there's Carly Whizzle or something. (laughs) I don't know how you say her last name, but she's uh, uh, an award-winning theme park journalist. Um, She had posted uh, some photo and video of her, on Splash Mountain on the final day, having the time of her life, and then complaining on Instagram that she's uh, glad to see this racist ride go. (laughs) And uh, a lot of people were like, okay, if it's such a bad thing and you're so against it, why why are you waiting? Celebrating by going one last time. Yeah, why are you waiting in line to ride it? I think multiple times. Uh, but, uh, yeah, got her, uh, souvenir picture and everything. And it's like, uh, pick a lane, pick a lane. 
are you really that annoyed by it? Or uh, are you just uh, trying to be uh, cool? Or I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. But anyway, Flash Mountain's gone uh, and there's idiots everywhere. But uh, <laughs> we will now see Tiana's Bayou Adventure popping up next year, I believe. Right. 2024. I think so. I think they said by late 24. So um, I, I was reading, I was just looking for some stuff to talk about um, for this week's episode. And I was reading, um, I think it was a mice chat article and they had shown the, the fencing along splash mountain uh-huh. and all it has on it really is Tiana's foods sign that says employee owned. And it's like, they pointed out, who cares about the uh, the politics of their business in a fictional story? Nobody cares who owns the business. We don't care that it's employee owned. And they had overheard people walking by it, complaining that they were closing Splash Mountain to open a restaurant. You should probably put other signs up yeah. <laughs> than that. Uh, but anyway... Very weird. Uh, it'll be weird having that gone. It's been there for my entire life. So yep. very, uh, very interesting to no see. More. Thus, or that, I don't know, is the way, I guess, of the parks. Nothing is safe. Um, Nothing is sacred. Nothing is sacred. There's things that should be sacred, but nothing is sacred. Um but yeah, Alice in Wonderland, Mr. Toad, and Peter Pan Flight closed June 5th, this past Monday. Uh, Alice and Mr. Toad will reopen June 16th with Peter Plan. Peter Plan. Oh my gosh. Peter Pan reopening June 30th. Um, and then at California Adventure, nothing's really closed down for refurb. It's the time so. to be at DCA. Yeah, for sure. So that really is it for this week at the disneyland resort if you happen to find yourself there this week uh, be sure to send pictures even if you're attending pride night send us some photos let's see how much fun you guys are having on your trips uh we do like to see that so uh send us your photos tag us in your photos we'd love to see those uh but yeah let's head on over to brian's trivia corner where the trivia is at a 90 degree angle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is once again trivia time. Yeehaw. Yeehaw, indeed. And as per usual lately, um, this is brought to you by all enchanting ears uh make sure to visit them at allenchantingears.com for your customized ears ear hats uh any coasters uh entrance tunnel plaques new emo accessories <laughs> straw things i don't know what they call those they're little like straw topper things i think i think it's just a straw topper if i remember right um they got all sorts of different stuff their ears are amazing um, hopefully the time never comes that we're all having to re-mask up because I'm a boycotting, but I'm 
also going to tell you that All Enchanting Ears did awesome during that time, made some cool stuff like that. So you might be able to find some custom items that aren't always available on their website. So that I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they don't do the masks anymore. I think they kind of got out of that yeah, market. If they do, but, they're probably on sale or something. Yeah. But they make awesome, awesome air hats. Um, we gave away a pair of those last week to a lucky listener. Magnetic uh, ears that you can kind of interchange on your, your headband. Or I don't know if they do magnetic ones on a hat or not. Uh, I haven't really looked recently, but I know they have the magnetic headbands that you can get. So they're pretty awesome. But make sure to visit them over at allenchantingears.com. And they will be able to take care of you. Let's get right into last week's question. And that question, of course, was how did Walt tell his Imagineers that he wanted to build the Matterhorn at Disneyland Park? Pretty much everybody got this answer (laughs) correct that sent this in. Um, There were some varying thoughts on what the wording was. But uh, to sum it all up, Walt sent a postcard with uh, the real Matterhorn pictured on it and sent it back to the Imagineers with two words written on it. And the words were, build this. So, love it. Sends them a picture of the Matterhorn, build it. They got to work on building it, and the rest is history. We all get our chiropractic adjustments after our Disney (laughs) trips now because of the back-breaking fun that is the Matterhorn. But uh, it's so much fun that we just can't stop. We continue going and breaking our backs over and over and over again. And My chiropractor loves me because of it. So, uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, uh, kind of a fun way to, to let the Imagineers know that he wanted the Matterhorn in his park. But, uh, of course, congratulations to those of you that got it, which was pretty much everybody that sent me answers this week. And let's get right into this week's question and hopefully those of you that didn't get it will do a little better with this one question this week is going to be which disney princess was the latest to join the official meet and greets at disney california adventure got to think about this one a little bit yeah so meet and greets at california adventure this does not include disneyland park (laughs) Think about this one. That is a very important thing to say. Yes. Yes. Because I don't think this princess has ever been in Disneyland Park. I do not believe so. That's a pretty good hint. If you uh, are looking for a a good hint, I can actually think of another one that you could think of. There's two different ones, two different princesses I could think of for sure that are over in DCA and pretty much DCA only. So, but which is... (laughs) The latest to join. Yeah. I think we're thinking of the same too. I think so. Probably. But, uh... but anyway, those of you that are going to answer the trivia, of course, send those answers to me. That's Brian B R Y A N dot W O T M S at gmail.com. And of course, if you want to email me, you can do so at Sean S E A N dot W O T M S at gmail.com. You can also join us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. You can also uh, support the show if you would like. There's a few ways to do it. The first way 
is the best way, the easiest way, the free way, which is just, you know, listening to the show every week and uh, sharing the podcast with those that might also enjoy it. And of course, if you haven't yet, please subscribe and leave us a nice five-star review on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, and Reason. And then, of course, if you want to uh, give us your hard-earned cash, first way, of course, is by buying something on our Tee Public store. The link is in the show notes as well as, as on all of our social media pages. And then if you want to donate your hard-earned cash, you can go ahead and uh, and do that at buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S. You don't have to be like a full-on member to give us your hard-earned cash. There is, of course, the subscribe option, but you can also click on the support option and donate just a single churro or maybe a... Three churros. I don't know. It's up to you. And it would just be a one-time donation where the membership will uh, be on a monthly or yearly basis. Um, However, uh, should I announce what we talked about? I think we should. Okay, cool. So uh, buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S. We've changed some things up. Um, Still, stickers are available. We'll have to print some more. <laughs> I think we gave all of those stickers away at Fanex last gave year. Gave a but, lot of them away last um, year. We've got uh, to print some, but that's still something you'll grab for uh, being a member. We're also going to start doing a uh, what we're going to be calling the Word on the Main Street After Hours, which is going to occur only on buymeacoffee.com slash w-o-t-m-s for our members um and what that's going to be is if there's something that we don't feel comfortable talking about on this podcast we will add it as an after hours segment just for our uh donators i guess that's what we should call you our members our churro buyers um it will just be for you these episodes may not be 100% family friendly um, and we'll just be as real as we want to be on these uh, after hours episodes. Um, we may do some reviews. We may just talk about uh, some opinions we have or whatever it may be. Um, but be sure to listen when we're on these episodes. If we ever say something to the effect of, uh, I'm not going to say that on here, but this will be something we'll talk about on an after hours episode. There should be one available for that episode. So uh, just be on the lookout for that. No like consistent schedule on that. It's just whenever we have the need. We have so. need to talk about something <laughs> a little further that we're not going to yeah. get into on the show. Yes. So. Again, that's buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S. Feel free to become a member or just uh, support the show with a one-time donation. Um, Sweet. Uh, And then, of course, whenever we get reviews, we love to read those. Good or bad, we read them. We talk about them. We love them. They all have to be five (laughs) stars. Yes. (laughs) Um, So... 
I'll go with this one first. I said we would read every review. Uh, the first one comes from Beck Loves Taylor Swift. Uh, and it is entitled, I Am Your Son, Beck. Five stars. Uh, says, hi, I am Beck, Sean's son. Anyway, TYSM, which means thank you so much, dad. You have the best podcast ever. People reading this subscribe to Beck 8. Me. Uh, he's got a YouTube thing. I guess he's trying. Every time he gets the uh, opportunity, he's trying to get people to subscribe to his YouTube. So uh, there's that. Um, so thank you, Beck. We appreciate the five-star review. Um, anything you want to add to that? No, I I think it's uh, fantastic. Perfect. I'm going to have to go subscribe. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, thank you, Beck. Next, we've got a, we got two reviews this week. Um, yeah. The next one is from Brian 1001010101001001. Is this you, Brian? This is not me or <laughs> any of my kids. <laughs> Uh, I wonder if that's uh, binary for something. or That's what I was wondering. Or maybe he's making a joke. And if he is, that's hilarious. Because um, it's binary. I don't know. I'm not going to dive into that. But anyway, <laughs> Brian... think about that. Binary Brian is what I'll call him. Says, <laughs> thank you. That's the title of the... Uh, it is thank you. Five stars. Thank you very much for those five stars. So Brian says, not our Brian, this Brian says, in response to last week's podcast, Uh-oh. I wanted to thank you both. <gasps> wow. Yeah, I know, right? For some reason, Disneyland podcasters and bloggers love to let Disney get away with questionable decisions in the name of nostalgia. Regardless of how Disneyland made or makes you feel, letting a man in drag be around your young girls inside the park is unacceptable. As a father of three, oh, sorry, as a father of a three-year-old daughter, I would 100% do what you both said you would. This type of casting and, and presentation to children is unacceptable, period. Thank you both. We're standing up and saying something and not just going along with the flow. You're welcome. You're binary welcome. Brian binary Brian. Favorite, he's my new favorite <laughs> listener. Uh, that's I love that name that I have given him. Binary Brian. Uh, yeah, we appreciate that a lot. Uh, as we've mentioned before and other reviews we've read, not everybody is as grateful for our opinions. But I agree with what he's saying. There's, a, I think there's a lot of people that just, they love Disney so much. They don't want to like point out the flaws. They don't want to point out the weirdness going on. Um, they just want to act like everything's hunky dory. And I do have to say a lot of the people that are okay with things like this, with the uh, mustachioed fairy godmother in training or whatever, um, it's generally Disney adults that don't have kids <laughs> is what I'm seeing a lot mm -hmm. of, or just adults that live in California with kids <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyway, um, 
So anyway, I appreciate you appreciating us pointing out that it's it's not great. Not okay. Um, yeah. So cool. Uh, anything else you wanted to add to this, Brian? Uh, not really. I would just say I'm pretty sure everybody can expect us to not go with the flow. We're pretty well <laughs> voiced that we will voice our opinion regardless. Yeah, yeah. we are. Uh, we are salmon. For is it salmon or is it trout? Who swims upstream? It's uh, salmon. salmon. Right? Freshwater salmon. Is there a sea salmon? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Um. <laughs> I don't know my fish. I'm sure no... there is because I'm pretty sure there's Atlantic salmon. Yeah, yeah. Or the river salmon that bears catch. They're swimming upstream for some weird reason. Uh, gotta go to the breeding grounds. You gotta get there, yeah. But anyway, yeah. That's we don't not go what with the we flow. do, but. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> not, yeah, we just no. don't go with the flow. <laughs> I mean, anyway. Um, Cool. Well, thank you, Binary Brian and Beck Loves Taylor Swift for the reviews. <laughs> we appreciate them always. Um, if you guys would like to leave reviews as well, again, please do that. We would love to see those reviews. And of course, like we always mention, you're welcome to email us if you have differing or the same opinions as us or you have something you want to add or whatever. We'd love to have that type of conversation True. with you guys. Um, just makes it more entertaining and more interactive. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> um, I think I think Mr. Bill actually re- responded to us on last on our last week's topic as well. This is true. Uh, so I'll just read some of that. Um, let's see. Ba-ba-ba. Oh, yeah, because we were all talking about being nostalgic when I was a kid. That was I was there when they built that. Remember that type of stuff. Anyway, he said, "Man, you guys brought back some memories of talking to the kids about Disneyland. My kids have been going for twenty years now, and they remember things. Funny thing is, my two daughters, who married two brothers, both have had kids." on these last two weekends. But I have gotten to take my other three grandkids to Disney last year. That was fun. Exhausting, though. Yes, kids are exhausting at Disney. That's all right. Uh, My daughters tell me that they still talk about it. Can't wait to take them again. Heck yeah. Uh, His take on Guy and Drag at Disneyland. I'll defend the casting choices. It could be illegal not to do so. Probably in California. Yeah. Yeah. He continues to say, this is California, the state I live in. (laughs) So, um, and then he says, I don't care for it. However, I'm all for free speech. So if that dude wants to wear that, I'm not going to stop him or say anything. Actually, I was impressed with his eye makeup. (laughs) I'm impressed with anyone who can put on (laughs) eye makeup. Me too. Yeah, I can't. So I can put it on. I'm sure. I just don't know how to make it look right but i'm sure i could put it on right? i have seen dip the thing of... in the thing and then you what i have seen sean dressed as a, a woman <laughs> before so 
have dressed in drag once. Uh, I didn't do my makeup. For the sake of Taylor Swift tickets. (laughs) Yes, yes. Things I do for love. Um, I think Meatloaf sang a song about that. (laughs) What was that song? Do anything for For love, love, but I won't won't do do that. Yeah. Yeah. I won't do that. Um, so yes, thank you, Bill, for the thoughts on that. Um, I still would say something for sure. Uh, it's great that you wouldn't, but if I'm taking my daughter, I do not want a man dressed in a, in a dress with a full on mustache, confusing my kid. Um, so yeah. Uh, anywho um another email we got i'm gonna go ahead and just leave this uh i'm gonna go ahead and leave this anonymous uh but they said um i had to tell you about probably the same cm you talked about at bibbidi bobbidi boutique that was in Pooh's corner store with a dress on behind the counter i didn't like it in Pooh's corner and definitely would have asked for someone else if it was my daughter or granddaughter getting made over. This cast member I saw in Pooh's corner was definitely identifying as a female and pretty sure after hearing you talk, it was the same cast member. I don't like it myself that my grandchildren won't be called prince, princess or prince anymore. And we are just friends. Just my opinion. Love your shows. Thank you. Um, I agree. Like it's kind of dumb that they can't say little princess or little prince they have to call you little friends because because the world's losing its mind psychotic anyway so thank you guys for the emails thank you guys for the reviews let's uh finally get into the meat of the episode we haven't got into it yet haven't got oh boy anything you wanted to add before we got no i probably shouldn't perfect uh awesome so uh first thing they're celebrating pixar for the disney 100 with some clothes and stuff nothing was really like that cool in the collection that i was like we need to talk about this there is a spirit jersey that's not bad it it says chilling and grilling (laughs) on the back Um, and it's the two stuffed animals from Toy Story 4. Uh, <laughs> and then nice. it's got like uh, like popsicles and watermelons and steaks and all your summer stuff there. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but there's a new movie coming out called Elemental. I honestly have no idea what to expect with this movie. I've seen a couple previews. I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on it. Yeah, I don't either yet. Nothing has like, I haven't seen anything about it. That's been like, yeah, I'm going to, I have to go see that. But I also haven't seen anything that's like, ah, that's annoying. Yeah. I'm not going to go see that. So I'm definitely neutral on it so far, but I also haven't really like sat down and watched any previews either. Like I've seen them come across my social media, uh but I haven't sat and like watched it yet. I saw one. I don't remember exactly what was going on in it, but the one that I recently saw was like a super small teaser thing. 
on social media and it was just a bunch of people saying toot toot i don't know i don't know how that's supposed to be like make me go oh yeah i want to go see elemental now um but um it began june 2nd uh they're doing an elemental limited time short prior to world of color one haven't seen it yet. Haven't looked it up on YouTube or anything, but uh says for a limited time, a new water short entitled Elemental Connection that is highlighting the story and characters from Disney and Pixar's latest film. Elemental will be presented ahead of World of Color 1 in California Adventure. Brilliant projections dance across vast water screens in this two-minute pre-show, bringing the land, air, water, and fire residents of Element City to life. In this heartfelt story, fire element Ember and water element Wade discover that through the world, oh, sorry, though the world tells them they can't coexist, they are more alike than they realize. As whimsical fountains and powerful music fill Paradise Bay, you'll see that stepping out of your element may help you discover, uncover who you really are, just like Ember and Wade. So... Sounds like it could be a good, like, uh, message, you know, that we can all coexist and be nice to each other, um, live with each other. I could also see it going a bad direction as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's basically it as far as Elemental goes at Disneyland for now. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing... They're not anticipating it being a crazy huge hit because there's nothing else that they're currently doing that I am aware of in the parks for this. Usually you've got like a character meet and greet or something. Oh, yeah. They went all out for Little yeah. Mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they did. Um, speaking of going all out, we all know that Disney likes to go all out for Halloween. What a segue. Heck yeah. Um, So they had just announced the dates for the Oogie Boogie Bash, as well as the return of Plaza de la Familia and just Halloween time in general, which is going to start September 1st. Um, So September 1st is when you will enjoy the fall and Halloween decorations. Um, at Disneyland. So one thing that you can expect at Disneyland is Haunted Mansion holiday to come back. And that's it for Halloween overlays at Disneyland park, which I think is kind of sad. It is to be honest. It's also sad that we're changing to something that isn't Halloween. They're changing something that is Halloween to something that isn't. (laughs) And then leaving everything else normal. Yeah. Yeah. I am a big vote in favor of Ghost Galaxy. Um, I love it. And it's, you can be so temperate. Like, you don't have to have it up for very long. You could even have it up in just October if you wanted to. Of course, they'd want it up for all of Oogie Boogie Bash. If they did it, well, Halloween time, I guess, at Disneyland. Um, But that made me think, like, what other rides could they do Halloween overlays on or some sort of Halloween theme on? Yeah. 
I don't know if there was any that you that come to mind for you. One that I had thought of when I thought of that question earlier was like Jungle Cruise. You could make a little like spooky at night. I still think they need to go back to doing Jingle Cruise during Christmas time because that yeah. was awesome. But for some reason, yeah. they stopped doing that. But that could be fun to do a Halloween thing there. I think that'd be awesome. Make the day one a little more like kid friendly and then at night make it a little more spooky. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome. Not too Um, spooky though. I think it could be kind of fun to do something over on Tom Sawyer Island, even just like for like a walk walkabout type thing. Yeah, like Uh, uh, Villain's Cove type thing, but over at Yeah, I could see that for sure. Maybe they could set the uh stage area on fire again <laughs> yes that's yes. scary <laughs> that is terrifying get the skeletal remains <laughs> of the dragon out that'd be kind of cool actually <laughs> to use as a creepy prop but yeah i'm sure they're they're salvaging that yeah i'm sure they're they're not wanting anybody to see that right now i don't know i feel like they could do things elsewhere in disneyland make yeah it a little more spooky and they already have it with space mountain just bring it back true give a little more offering we all know how much our word on the main street man on the main street loves ghost galaxy (laughs) yes yes mr repair loves ghost galaxy he does more than Uh, regular space mountain yeah feel free if you love ghost galaxy Feel free to go to uh, the Castle Collective on Instagram and send him a message and let him know just how much you agree with him. Yes. The Ghost Galaxy is the best. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of other things that they could turn kind of Halloween-y. Um, I guess Small World's already scary enough. <laughs> just kidding. I love Small World. But um I don't know. I don't know. Anything else you can think of? I would like to see them maybe. I mean, it seems like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway could be something that could be messed with a little bit. Maybe throw some of the like Halloween special stuff in there or the (laughs) short life. (laughs) That's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Or uh, or even the uh, short with g- zombie Goofy and uh, Mickey's car breaks down, but maybe kind of throw some of that into the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Heck yeah. Projection mapped entire attraction should be easy enough to reimagine, right? One would think. But uh, yeah, that'd be sick, actually. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. There's a there's a quite a few like creepier, spooky Mickey. Shorts. Or maybe throw some Runaway Brain in there. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Get a little like thing to put over Railway, and put Brain on it, and then uh, yeah, retheme it for Halloween for Runaway Brain. That'd be never will happen. That'd be awesome. They can't even put the short on Disney Plus. <laughs> what do you think they're actually going to retheme an entire ride? <laughs> Could for? you imagine all the little kids going into Toontown screaming? 
<laughs> it's like a horror flick, though. You're in a movie theater. True. It'd be awesome. Anyway. Um, cool. So anyway, Haunted Mansion Holiday's back. Halloween Screams will be taking place each night through October 31st. One of my um, favorite firework shows. Yeah. Uh, Wondrous Journeys is expected to make its last performance of the year on August 31st. And then Halloween Screams, I believe, start September 1st, since that's when Halloween time starts. But uh, yeah, each night through October 31st, Halloween Screams, uh, which is a fantastic show. So be sure to watch that. And you don't need to be at the party anymore to see it, which is great. Uh, it's just there for everybody. So, um, and that's it really for Disneyland, California Adventure. We're going to see the return of Mater's Graveyard Jamboree, Luigi's Honkin' Halloween, and Guardians of the Galaxy Monsters After Dark. I really want Brian to check. You've never seen that, have you? I haven't. It's, I want to. It's so, bad. so good. Um, but yeah, those will be returning. Um, and then September 8th through November 1st will be the return of Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit in downtown Disney. So be sure to uh, do that. I assume it's a lot more fun with kids. But uh, if you want to do it without your kids, it's cool too, I guess. Um and then, of course, there's going to be Halloween merch, different treats and stuff, which we'll get into once those foodie guides come out. But Plaza de Familia will be taking place September 1st to November 2nd over at uh, the Paradise Gardens in California Adventure. Um, and then, of course, they will be bringing back a musical celebration of Coco several times a day um, over there as well. And then there will be an ofrenda over at uh, Ramones in Cars Land, celebrating Doc Hudson, who has passed, sadly. <laughs> um, so, I don't, do we know what he passed from? Or does his battery just... I think his battery just died. Can't just replace it? I guess not. I don't know. Maybe his engine seized or something. I Could don't be. know. But uh, yeah, Oogie Boogie Bash, of course, is returning. It will be uh, 25 different nights from September 5th through October 31st. I feel like they aren't doing it as early as they usually do. Am I wrong? When did it start last year? No, I feel like it's about the same. Is it? For some reason, I thought it started in August last no, year. No, I think Disney World usually starts about August. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. I think right. Disneyland still is somewhat reasonable. Yeah. Well, um, if you're going to be going to Oogie Boogie Bash, they will have Mickey's Trick and Treat show over there. They'll have the Frightfully Fun Parade, which is led by the Headless Horseman. Um, they'll have Villains Grove. And then, of course, the Trick or Treat lines um, will be everywhere. Uh, there will be special rare characters. Um says that it's for more nights than ever before. So maybe it's opening earlier than it has before, but um, this will take place September 5th through October 31st. Tickets will go on sale 
um, June 27th, no earlier than 9 a.m. Pacific time for Magic Key holders. And then it will go on sale June 29th, no earlier than 9 a.m. Pacific time to the general public. If you're going to go, if you want to go, get your tickets. <laughs> they will uh, sell out. I might even recommend getting a Magic Key because you're going to want that extra early availability to be able to get your tickets. Yeah, if you've got a friend with Magic Key that's going to buy it, that you want to go with or that can buy the tickets, I would, yeah, definitely yeah. do that. Um, but yeah, um, so we're, we're looking at September 5th, 7th, 10th, 12th, 14th. Uh, 17th, 19th, 21st, 24th, 26th, 28th, October 1st, 3rd, 5th, 8th, 10th, 12th, 15th, 17th, 19th, 22nd, 24th, 26th, 29th, and of course, Halloween on Tuesday, October 31st. That would be pretty lame if they didn't do it on Halloween. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be, that would be weird. Um, yeah, so that's the return of Halloween offerings. I'm excited to see what what special characters and stuff they have in store for this year. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's move on to something equally scary as Halloween, and that is the Tommy Hilfiger <laughs> uh, Disney collaboration. I hate this. I hate it so much. I don't know about you. Maybe you like it. Brian just barely pulling it up. So we're going to find out. So I'm pretty sure they're going for some sort of like Japanese anime style. What the heck? And I hate it. I love Japanese stuff. I do, but I saw Mickey on these clothes and I was like, what the heck? Um, I would never buy these. <laughs> I don't like it. I hate it. Um, I think that's exactly the style that you're talking about. It's yeah, very, it's, it reminds me of like turning red. I don't like it at all. Oh, I didn't like turning red either. So that would make sense. <laughs> right. But like they do all the characters like that. And the goofy one freaks me out yeah, the most, I think. Um, it's not good. But at least not to me. I mean, some of you guys may like it, but I think it's awful. Yeah. There's one shirt I actually like, and it's a patterned shirt, and it's literally just Mickey head shape and circles. And <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if this is a shirt for dudes or if it's like a unisex shirt or if it's a woman's shirt. I don't know, but I like the that only one. good one. I would wear that one everything else count me out uh it freaks me out it weirds yeah. me out so that's yeah. way weird um let's see yes it is a manga inspired look created just for this line yeah so sorry uh mickey sorry manga lovers i don't think they mix very well um the only Japanese thing outside of like Tokyo Disney and Disney Sea 
the only like Japanese property or whatever style you want to go with and Disney that I've actually enjoyed has to be Kingdom Hearts because uh, they don't look weird. They look like the Disney characters mixed with Final Fantasy. It's perfect. It was so good. Um, but anyway, not a fan. If you guys are a fan, that's great. Uh, please don't buy me any of <laughs> Just don't. Don't think about it. If somebody's like, hey, I'm going to get that for Sean for Christmas or for his birthday or something. If if you know me, don't buy me any of that, please. Please. Unless you hate me. I would me. agree. Um, cool. So uh, anything you want to add so far? Nope. Might have just thrown up in my mouth a little <laughs> bit after seeing that, but yeah other than that i've got nothing to add to that yeah yeah i i hate it all right uh tiana's bayou adventure we got some musical talent deets on this i was looking at like announcements um on this on different social media uh accounts namely Walt Disney World News Today, they were acting like the the animatronic thing was the news. We already knew that they were doing like original character animatronics for this attraction that were part of that Zydeco band or whatever. But everybody's like, oh, wow. New new animatronics have been announced. Uh, That's not what this article is saying what they announced is the music collaborations. And then they just told some of the background. The only thing that we might be getting that's new is a possible Prince Naveen's little brother animatronic, but it doesn't really say that that's an animatronic. It just says that that's a rendering of Prince Naveen's brother. Um, a scene being a scene commonly in new orleans being a scene seen comic commonly in new orleans uh the joie de vivre vivre i don't joie know de, uh, joie <laughs> de vivre something uh influencing his every mo- movement as he jams to the beat of his song full soul so i don't know if he's gonna actually be an animatronic or not but we already knew there was a band of critters the original to the story, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, um, I don't know either of these music artists that are going to be working or probably already have worked on the attraction, but uh, PJ Morton is writing, arranging, and producing the original song for the attraction. He is performing on and producing the sessions in New Orleans of all new arrangements of the song, as well as songs from the Princess and the Frog within the attraction. Um, And then we've got Terrence Blanchard, who is helming music arrangement for the attraction's queue. Terrence is working with Disney to select songs from Princess and the Frog, as well as iconic themes from New Orleans. Uh, just like Tiana's recipes, music will combine a melody, sorry, a medley of instrumental ingredients to cook up something worth savoring. So 
We've got Terrence Blanchard doing cue music and PJ Morton doing the actual attraction music. Don't know either of them. Hopefully they're good. I assume they are. Uh, I hope they're jazz musicians. Who knows? Who knows? Also, joie de vivre translates to joy of life. Joy of life. The joy of life influencing his every movement. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, and that was about it. So, anything you wanted to add to that? No. Yeah, everybody's like... hear everything about it. I was like, I even posted on Walt Disney World News Today article because they were emphasizing the animatronics and I'm like, what's the news here? <laughs> Besides the like musicians. Yeah. Somebody's like, original animatronics. I'm like, we knew that already. <laughs> we knew that a long time ago. Anyway. Um, so yeah. Sweet. Uh, next. Are they testing baby Groot? For the parks, for meet and greets, I don't know. Um, so, according to Mice Chat, in fact, I'm gonna get off Walt Disney World news today and head over to my Mice Chat so that I can read you the fullness of it all. Um, let's see. Okay, so they said that uh, we've heard. This is MiceChat.com. We've heard some top secret happenings in Avengers Campus that a young version of Groot may be headed to Avengers Campus this summer. Disney California Adventure has been conducting small group testing of this incredible little animatronic. The lucky participants have been invited to jam out with Groot as part of a special Guardians of the Galaxy awesome dance-off. This project has been in development for at least two years. Um, If you guys recall, we had talked about the video from TechCrunch with the little baby Groot animatronic, and it looked awesome then. Um, I imagine it's gotten a little bit better since then. But, uh, man, how cool would it be to be one of the people that are selected to go to this special meet and greet preview to be able to see it first? Well, as a guest. Um, But, yeah. If anyone listening was one of those people by chance, please let us know what it was like. Because I doubt they let you take your phones in or anything, but uh, yeah, I'd love to know what it was like. But I'm guessing we're going to see it here pretty soon in the parks if those tests went well. Um, so I think it's pretty dependent on that. Um. Anything you want to add to Baby Groot in the parks? If it's anything like this video in the article, it could be pretty dang cool. Right? So. Yeah. I, I I would love to see that. They kind of had a meet and greet for Baby Groot at, I thought, Disney World once. Where he had, like, wires and stuff. He was on, like, a table. Yeah. But I think it was with but this like, is Star something Lord or like something. walking. But it's around. like a freestanding, yeah, walking around the type thing. The fact that it's not not like tied to something with wires and whatever is pretty yeah. incredible. 
It'd be so fun to like, you know, how the characters come out of the doors. It'd be funny to see like little baby Groot walking out, waving as he walks over to wherever he's going. But uh, anyway, yeah, pretty cool. I'm I'm all for like these innovative meet and greets. I know it's just a robot, but it would be cool. Uh, I remember they were testing like the little Tinkerbell meet and greet where she was actually like small in like the lantern and you could actually talk to her because it was a cast member elsewhere, but it was like little teeny Tinkerbell. Like, that's cool. That's freaking sweet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm all for these things if, if they work well. Um, but yeah, I uh, just wanted to go out on like a, a positive here. I usually don't give a crap about celebrities at Disneyland. I'm sure Brian's probably the same way. Uh, yep. I don't know if Brian even gives a crap about this, but Bruce Willis, I freaking love Bruce Willis. And I don't know how long ago this video was captured, but a post was made by his wife, Emma Hemming Willis, uh, on June 1st with him and their kids on Splash Mountain. Uh, And it's just a fun video. It's sad the state Bruce Willis is in just because he's got, uh, I think, some sort of, I can't remember what they call it, front lobal dementia or something. Um, What was it called? Uh, Yeah, frontotemporal dementia, uh, which sucks. Makes me sad. One of my favorite actors. But anyway... He's in the back with his daughter giving the dad seatbelt arm thing as they're going down a hill. Um, I just like it. And then uh, she had posted. um, What did she say? Where is it? (laughs) Okay. So she posted. I'll just view it on Instagram. My word. Um, Here we go. So it's a bunch of pictures of them on Splash Mountain, some video. Uh, and Emma Hemming Willis says, you bet this family will be back for more fun and laughs when you reopen as Tiana by you. Thanks for all the memories, Splash Mountain. Um, it's just kind of fun to see Bruce Willis and his family just being a family, enjoying time on a classic Disney attraction that is no more. So... Hopefully that was a recent video because he looks like he's doing somewhat well in that video. And so fingers crossed that it was a recent video (laughs) of a recent trip, but uh, yeah, go, go watch that video. If you would like, if you're a fan of Bruce Willis, like I am again, it's Emma, Emma Hemming Willis on Instagram. Uh, Very Nice little uh, video. So, all right. Anything else you want to add to this week's episode? Can't think of anything other than just if you're wanting to go to Fanex in September, remember we've got a promo code Main Street. We'll get you 15% off your tickets for Fanex. They did have a couple more 
Disney related voice actors get announced since we recorded last being Tress McNeil, who is uh, Daisy primarily uh, does a little bit of Chip and or Dale, if I remember right, too. Um, but she's got a whole big background of Disney voices. <laughs> she's um, in everything. Yeah. And of course, Jess Harnell, who did pretty much everything for the now extinct Jess Mountain. Uh, those yes. of you that have not listened to our previous Fanex episodes <laughs> and heard the interview with Jess Harnell, there's a reason we call it Jess Mountain, because he did pretty much all the voices for that attraction, which is now gone. All his hard work, gone. Sad. So, uh, but yeah few different uh guests that were announced i think jim cummings was announced since we spoke last yes uh, um not disney but the guy who does courage the cowardly dogs voice yes and that's pretty much all he does like i looked at his imdb and he doesn't do courage. much else he's just like courage so sometimes uh, that's all you need you know hey you know if it works for you great <laughs> It must be banking too. on a lot of courage to cowardly dog fans to be showing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. If you want to come check it out, go get your tickets sooner rather than later. Use the code main street to get 15% off your tickets. Heck yeah. All right. Whoa. Yawning. Started yawning right as Brian finished. Yeah, that must that mean really it's well. time for everybody to go to bed. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's looking like that. So um, we'll go ahead and we will end it there. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Again, if you like the episode, please share it with those that might also enjoy it. And of course, listen every week, every Wednesday. Um, and if you haven't, please subscribe and leave us a nice five-star review on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, and Reason. And then, of course, um, we're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. So go join us there. Thank you guys again for joining us on this week's episode. Please join us every week, every Wednesday, to hear the new word on the Main Street. Bye-bye. Goodbye.